This edition of Speaking Out with Jim Watkins is brought to you by FlatFeeForMeds.com. That's right. Lower prescriptions now with FlatFeeForMeds.com. Sign up and save. I mean, what to make of it all, right? What to make of it all. Welcome back. Speaking Out. Jim Watkins, please read my article and all my articles posted on JimWatkins1.com. I would appreciate that. I've got a new one out about power and taking a look at the different angles of the E. Jean Carroll case, the recent defamation suit against former President Trump, where he now has to pay $83 million. There may be a snag. Apparently, there's some impropriety that is detected between the sitting judge, Kaplan on this case, and a, a lawyer firm that he used to work with. Uh, and there may have been some connections between the prosecution uh, and the lawyers. So anyway, they'll work all that out. I'm not too worried about it. But what I do want to look at is why these oligarchs keep sticking their nose into the affairs of the American people. Oh, by the way, we have a new sponsor to the program. I want to bring them in. Uh, Brought to you by COVID Always. COVID isn't for everyone. That's why there's also new COVID Always Positive Home Test. The only COVID test that comes with two pink lines already drawn on. Again? But you just had it a week ago. Please don't do this to me. COVID. Because sometimes the only way to get mentally healthy is to get physically sick. Yeah. (laughs) A little parody there. All right, so... Now everybody's talking about Taylor Swift. And I actually went on Twitter yesterday and I said, look, um, if you see your name, just look away. You know, don't get pulled into the to the matrix because Taylor Swift is all that the media wants you to think about. And it's for good reason. She's clickbait. That's it. it, it that's where it ends. It's it's when, when the media figures out that something is popular or gets people's attention, then that's all they report on because they're going to milk that story for everything. Uh, and so now there's this big conspiracy. My wife and I were talking about Taylor and that maybe the media was using her because she's so popular that she could actually throw the 2024 election. Now, she just came out with a great uh, concert film, made millions of dollars. She obviously hooked up with the right guy, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, as, as Al Pacino would say in Scarface, she's making all the right moves, Okay. And I give her I give her kudo credits for that. She is a megastar. I don't give that much credit to the CIA or psyops or these other people, uh, but I do understand that that she is a, a young liberal. I mean, it's just, let's face it: the world has always been filled with ideological young people. And you know, even John Lennon in his day, remember when he made that comment about being more popular than Christ? Oh, and they had the book burnings, and it was the same thing, the same dynamic, which is the media, when they get a good story, they just hang on to it, and they try to milk it. That's why MSNBC is 24-7 Trump coverage, because Trump equals ratings. Now, listen to this little clip. Somebody put this up. I don't know if it's true. It could be true. It couldn't be true. But uh, I guess recently there was a legal battle that Taylor Swift where she lost literally control of her record catalogs, which means basically that she signed her, similar to what uh, I imagine Creedence Clearwater Revival did with John Fogarty, and probably as a result of her or her her people not paying attention when you, she was signing those early contracts, which typically happens when you're young. You don't know how your career is going to work out. You don't know if you're going to be a superstar. You're just happy to get a contract, right? So you're willing to sign anything. And sometimes 
these people who draw up the contracts, the lawyers for the for the labels, they're out to protect themselves and their interests. And the reason is because they feel that they're the ones that are making the investment into that particular artist. And if the artist the artist ends up bombing, well, they don't go after the artist to try to recoup their losses. So the way the, the, the label looks at it is, look, if we invest in you and you become a superstar, then we should get our portion. And if we invest in you and you become a flop, which is a good chance that's going to happen, well, we got to make up the money somehow. And I think that's what happened, and she ended up losing her, her catalog. But here's what she said about it, which has got everybody upset. I had the chance to purchase my music outright. My entire catalog was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlisle Group. Yeah, so the Carlisle Group has definitely got ties with the Soros Open Doors people, and who knows. But what does that mean? She's going to go sit in front of George and Alex Soros, and they're going to tell her, okay, on November 3rd, I want you to tweet out, go vote for Biden. Uh, And if people are that stupid, here's the thing, is if we are really that stupid of a country, then we don't deserve a republic, really. I mean, if, if our entire country is based on a pop star, and her ability to influence an election without having any knowledge or any wherewithal as to the difference between the two candidates, then we don't deserve uh, to be the number one country. We're, we're an idiotic people. We're a, we're a dumb people. If, if our entire reason for existence is placed in the hands of Taylor Swift and her ability to influence a bunch of 18-year-old uh, girls and, and guys that love her music, what does that say about us, Right? What does that say about it? It says that we're idiotic, that we're irresponsible, that as a nation, we are still quite immature. And I'd like to believe that we're a little bit more than that. And I'm not buying into this whole thing, this conspiracy. I've got other things to worry about. And believe me, there are a lot of other things to worry about. Uh, Again, let's talk about Orwell and let's talk about the way that they play with words. uh, Because it's important for us to understand when they say things like they're trying to protect your reproductive rights, it's exactly opposite to what they want you to do. You know that. If they say that Trump is a threat to democracy, what are they saying? They're saying that democracy is what the Democrats want. They want majority rule because then they can have the ultimate setup. They've got New York. They've got L.A., what is it Wanda Sykes once said? Do we have that? Let me see if I can find that. Wanda Sykes and her words of wisdom. I'm a black gay woman and I have a daughter, so I'm not doing so well right now. <laughs> Country, it's no longer a democracy, right? I mean, we're, it's no longer majority rule. It, well, to me, it's like the problem is that middle stuff. It's, it's those states in the middle, that, that, that red stuff. Mm-hmm. Why, why do they get to tell us what to do when the majority of us live... Out, you know, New York, California, and we're paying for all this crap, really. I mean, right? Yeah. We're, we're footing yes. the bill. But if we fit in the bill, you know, and, and, and like California, if it were a country, it'd be what, the, like the fifth largest, yeah. fourth, fifth largest economy. So if, you know, if I'm fitting the bill, know your position. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, for real. I always say, what if I said that? How, how would people react to me? Uh, but And I haven't w- watched Wanda Sykes since. I used to like her. And as soon as she started going off on that, I said, no way. So there's about seven people now that are being... Uh, so my point to Wanda's statement 
is that people like her feel that the way things are in big cities, their politics, their ideologies, that's the way the rest of us should behave because they got it right and we didn't. And yet you have on this Joe Rogan podcast the other day, you had a comedian who's known for his Harold and Kumar appearances who said, I used to be a liberal, but I go to places like San Francisco now or L.A. and I see these laws that they have, no cash bail, letting criminals out. Uh, they're rummaging now. I predicted this two years ago that after COVID, that what would happen is that the criminality, the criminal element of these large cities would, would start to move outward. And they would go into the outlying communities, the, the uh, what do you call it, the suburbs. So San Fernando Valley is now starting to see uh, increased crime, criminality, uh, car thefts, home break-ins, uh, places like Santa Monica, uh, Beverly Hills. It, people are scared. Guns are being sold like crazy because these older people uh, that live behind those nicely custom-fitted lawns, those cut, freshly cut grass lawns with the high walls, they want those people out and they're getting guns. And it's because of the soft on crime policies from these uh, attorneys general. So the left is starting to get a taste of their own medicine, but they still hang on to this idea that they are the virtuous ones, that they are the virtuous ones. The people that are fighting, for example, pro-life positions, uh, they're standing on the street in front of an abortion center or a Planned Parenthood center or a reproductive center or whatever they want to call it. And these people are getting jail sentences of 10 years. They, they just put away a woman for seven years for, 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 for quoting scripture in front of a pro, uh, 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 or an abortion center, a Planned Parenthood clinic, an abortion clinic. Now you think about the twisted moral backwardness of that because what they're saying is that this, this woman who's reading from scripture is violating the reproductive rights of the woman who's going in to get an abortion. So just think about the way that the ideology has been twisted. The person on the street by the media who is for the life of the child and is using scripture to try to persuade people to just think about it before they go into those centers and the government is clamping down on them. Why? What are the charges? What do they tell you? They say it's because we're trying to protect the rep reproductive rights of women. But there's no reproducing. That's the Orwellian word twist. They tell you you're fighting for your reproductive rights, but the rights that you're being given are not to reproduce. And we're seeing more and more, and we're seeing people who are, well, you heard Joy Reid the other day. She lambasted evangelicals. This goes against, by the way, this movie that I just recently saw with my wife called Origin. And in the, in, the, in the movie, it talks about Nazism and what they did to the Jews and what they did to the blacks and what they did to the uh, Galits in, or the Dalits in India, the untouchables. And it's all about marginalizing. But then here you've got someone on the left who has a power pos position at uh, MSNBC, and she's doing exactly what they did in Nazi Germany to castigate and marginalize the Jews. And that, my friends, is where we're at in this country. It, it is truly bizarro world. Going to do it for the program. Jim Watkins, thank you so much for hanging out. We'll see you in 24 hours. Don't forget to join me online, jimwatkins1.com. <laughs>